Hey, this is Rodney Gage. I'm the pastor of Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages and inspires you to live with a new perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact with your life. Here's today's message. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today online here at Rethink Life Church. I'm super excited about today's message, and I want to go ahead and just jump in by asking you a question right here at the beginning of 2021. Let me ask you this. Have you ever noticed how there are just some people who seem to live their life more effectively than others? In other words, they just have a way about them where they seem to achieve their goals, they seem to thrive, they seem to really just climb to higher heights in their goals and aspirations. Well, here's what I've learned. I've learned that the reason why those individuals are more effective than others is simply because effective people are willing to commit themselves to habits that ineffective people are unwilling to commit themselves to. I mean, at the end of the day, that is the bottom line. And the same could be said for our lives as believers in Jesus Christ. In other words, if you call yourself a Christian, I can honestly say in over 30 years of ministry, 20 of those have been pastoring a church and working with people of all situations and circumstances of life. I've come to realize the same could be said for those who live their lives effectively as followers of Jesus Christ. In other words, there are just some who just seem to have the blessings and the favor of God on them. There are just some who just seem to live in victory. There's an inner peace and joy that just seems to radiate from their life. There seems to be a confidence spiritually that they live their lives by. It doesn't mean that they're perfect by any means. It just simply means that they live and they walk with a spiritual confidence simply because... They are willing to commit themselves to habits, to living their lives, listen to this, based on principles and best practices that allow them to grow and to thrive compared to other Christians who are unwilling to commit themselves to those same principles and best practices. It's the reason why some thrive and others don't ever seem to grow. It's the reason why some who live in victory and yet others still seem to live defeated in their everyday life. Well, here's the reason why I believe that happens. And the reason why is because most people don't have a plan and most people don't have accountability in their life. I mean, we all need a plan. It's like the old saying says, people don't plan to fail. It's just that they fail to what? To plan. And the same is true in our life as Christians. Most people don't have a plan for spiritual growth. Therefore, they don't experience the benefits and the blessings that others perhaps have experienced because they have adapted and they have adopted plans that have allowed them to grow and to thrive spiritually in their lives. And there's accountability involved in the process. And I'm going to share with you here in a few moments how you can have the opportunity to connect in a small group or to maybe sign up for a mentoring opportunity where you can have a group of people or an individual that can help hold you accountable so you can reach your God-given potential. So with that said, here's the thing that I want to share with you. And here's where we're going 
over the next 21 days because starting today, I'm going to give you a 21-day challenge. And over the course of these 21 days, here's what our end result is. We're going to learn how to change our mindsets as we learn to embrace new habits, as we pursue new goals for this year of 2021. But here's the thing. In order for us to do that, we've got to learn how to get ourselves in, in position, okay, so that we are spiritually so that we are financially, so that we're physically and even relationally fit. So starting tomorrow morning, okay, here's my challenge for you. My challenge is for you to start joining us for a 21-day journey of prayer and fasting. You can go to our website. We'll have a page dedicated to different tools and resources that will help you over the next 21 days so that you can apply these opportunities into your life for this calendar year of 2021. And maybe you've never fasted before, and that's okay. And you may think, man, what in the world is a fast? What just simply means that we're choosing to you know, refrain ourselves from certain foods or you know, habits or practices or things that may not necessarily be healthy or productive or beneficial to our lives. And so as a result, there's something known as a Daniel fast. There are some recipes and some tips and some things that we're going to make available to you so that over the next 21 days, you can begin to apply these principles into your everyday life. Why is this so important? Research shows that it takes approximately 21 days to break old habits, okay? We all have old habits we need to get rid of. But it also says, research shows, that it typically takes about 21 days not just to break old habits, but to begin to establish new habits and routines and rituals in our everyday lives. Let me put it to you this way. Paul the Apostle said in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, I love how it captures this in the message paraphrase translation. It says, May God Himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming of our Master Jesus Christ. So today, here's what I want to do. I want to share with you a very practical message that will help you, you ready for this? Get spiritually fit in your life. We all need to position ourselves to be spiritually in shape, to get spiritually fit in our lives. Here's what Paul said the first Timothy 4, in, to, to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4, verses 7 and 8. He said, train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. And then notice, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. In 1 Timothy 4, verse 7, in the Phillips, it says it this way. Take the time and the trouble to keep yourself excuse me, spiritually fit. So what does that mean? It simply means it doesn't come easy. You got to be committed. That's what effective people do. They make commitments in their lives that ineffective people are unwilling to commit themselves to. So if we're going to be spiritually fit, then we have got to embrace some new spiritual disciplines in our lives. I'm going to give you three things today. And if I were sitting down with you one-on-one over a cup of coffee, okay, or maybe since this, this week we're fasting and praying, okay, we're, maybe it's over some prune juice, okay? <laughs> no, no, seriously, I just want to encourage you 
to jot down these three truths. If I could say anything that would help you get spiritually fit for 2021, I would encourage you to do these three things. And the first is this, okay? I would encourage you to get with God every day. Now, to jumpstart that, that's why we're doing 21 days of prayer and fasting. And what I encourage you to do, okay, what I encourage you to do every day for 21 days, get with God and allow this new practice, allow this new habit to form that won't just last for 21 days, but it will become a new routine that will last for the rest of this year and hopefully and prayerfully the rest of your life. And here's the reason why this is so important, to get direction from God. Who in the world doesn't need guidance and direction from God? I know I do, and you do too. We need direction from God. Do you know what the definition of success is? Listen to this. The definition of success is knowing and doing the will of God. Do you want to know the will of God for your life? Here's the key. Get to know the Word of God. The, listen, the will of God is found in the Word of God. And when we get into God's Word and we spend time with Him, just you and God, what does God do? He speaks to us. God's Word becomes life to us. And as a result, listen, we begin to get direction and guidance and we get wisdom from God's Word, which allows us to live victoriously in our lives. I love what Psalm 25 verse 4 says, Lord, direct me throughout my journey so I can experience your plans for my life. Reveal the plans Reveal the paths that are pleasing to you. So the reason why we need to do that is so that we can get direction from God. But here is the routine that I encourage you to begin to apply in your everyday life. And that is find a place and just get alone with God. Get an old-fashioned quiet time activated in your life. Okay, you need a QT. Doesn't mean quick tan. You need a, listen, you need a quiet time. If it was important for Jesus... To get alone with God, it ought to be important for you and for me. In fact, that's exactly what Luke 5 verse 16 says. But it says, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for what? For prayer. So listen, God wants to spend time with you. But if you're too busy for him, then how in the world can you hear from him? So we got to spend time with God daily. And the way we do that is by setting aside each and every day, a time and a place. I encourage you to start with 15 minutes, okay? Five minutes in the scriptures. Listen, five minutes in prayer, maybe five minutes just jotting down some thoughts, some key takeaways, some, some principles that really stood out to you. If you'll just take 15 minutes in your everyday life, over these, especially over the, next, these, over the next 21 days, and you'll take maybe the prayer journal we've provided there for you on our website, and you'll just start reading these things, you'll start praying through these things. Watch what God shows you and reveals to you and look at the guidance and the fresh insight and direction that you'll begin to receive in your life. And what is the benefit? In other words, what's the payoff? You get God's help. Man, who doesn't need and want God's help in their life? Well, here's what Jesus said in John 15, verse 7. He said, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, then you may ask anything you wish, and notice, you shall have it. So the key, number one, to stay spiritually fit 
The first exercise, okay, that you got to put into motion is you got to get with God daily, just you and God. One of the things that I um, treasure so much is this daily walk Bible. In fact, my wife, Michelle, gave this to me as a Christmas gift. She wrote a real nice handwritten, uh, real soupy, sappy, emotional note right here. And um, and I treasure every word that she put. 1990. Come on, somebody. 1990. And one of the things that I just have learned to do, and I've read through this um, for, for really for all of these years, but it's a daily walk Bible. In other words, it takes you through 365 daily readings. And what's be- beautiful about it is it literally takes you from Genesis through Revelation. And throughout the course of time, you know, I have just taken my pen as I read and I'll underline, I'll circle, you know, I will uh, maybe write certain dates down where they just kind of stand out to me because those are milestone moments where God spoke to me and revealed to me certain things. Or maybe there was just certain truths that really were meaningful in that moment because of the season that I was in. And God just reaffirmed or maybe God just gave clarity to certain things in my life. But here's what I encourage you to do. I encourage you to get a a one-year Bible. And and, and I know some of you, maybe you are totally into technology, and that's that's great too. In fact, I would highly encourage you to go to Uversion, download the app. I'm telling you, if you will just go to the plans section on the Uversion Bible app, there are endless Bible reading plans, devotionals throughout just about every kind of situation and circumstances, topics that you could ever desire that are all designed for one reason, and that is to help you get to know God's Word. So I encourage you to get spiritually fit. Get a planner, jot down notes, journal, record those revelations that are transformational in your life. So that's exercise number one. Exercise number two is this, give a tithe every week. Now, this may sound a little unusual when you think, well, what does that have to do with staying spiritually fit? I'm here to tell you it has everything to do with staying spiritually fit. And the reason why is because of the principle of sowing and reaping. Listen, God wants to bless your life. He wants to place His favor upon your life. He wants His provision to be activated in your life. But unless we're willing to position ourselves to receive His blessings, we're going to miss out on so much that God longs to bestow upon our lives. So you say, what is tithing? Well, here's what tithing is. It's returning. Okay, It's not giving it. No, it's returning. Because the first 10% belongs to the Lord, the Bible teaches us. So it's returning the first 10% of our income back to the Lord as an act of worship and obedience. Now, I know for a lot of people, they think, well, why do I even need to do that? Like, why is that really that important? Let me tell you why it's important. Here's the reason. It simply is because it draws you closer to the heart of God. It truly does. Because giving is not about money. Giving is about our heart. Here's what Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 21, He said, for where, you, for where your heart will always, listen, for your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. Listen, whatever it is that you treasure in life, in other words, whatever it is that's most important to you, what you value 
is where your time, attention, and a focus is going to always move towards. And when we are moving towards everything and anything that is not God, then God is having to compete with your focus, with your affection, with your attention. And that's the reason why in Deuteronomy 14, verse 23, it says the purpose of tithing is to teach you to always put God first in your life. So that's the why behind the what, but there's also a very systematic routine when it comes to how we actually do it. And how we do it is simply by doing it every week. Here's what Paul the Apostle said in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 2. He said, on the first day of each week, you should set aside, he said, put aside, listen, a, a certain amount or portion of the money that you have earned. So let's say you make $40,000 a year. If you make $40,000 a year and you were to, to return 10% of that $40,000 back to the Lord through the tithe, what does that equate to? That's $4,000. So therefore, if you take $4,000, you divide that by 52 weeks. What does that come out to be? Roughly around $77. That's what you're returning back to the Lord as a tithe. And you say, now, why in the world is that important? Does God really need my money? Is he really hurting that? Is the economy really that bad in heaven? Listen, God doesn't need nor necessarily want your money. Again, it's not a money issue. It's a heart issue. So why is it important? Let me tell you why. Because what we're doing is we're saying, God, you have first place in every area of my life. Listen, before I write any other check, before I spend my money on any other thing, God, I'm giving you my first and I'm giving you my best. And God, I'm going to trust you to bless the rest in my life. I'm telling you, it is a truth. It is a principle. And if we will, listen, if we're willing to embrace that and activate that in our lives. Trust me, God will bless you for it. In fact, if you've never given, I want to just challenge you right here at the beginning of this calendar year with what I call a 90-day challenge. In other words, I just challenge you, okay, because the scripture teaches us to do this. I challenge you over the next 90 days to return the first 10% of everything you make over the next 90 days, just give it back to the Lord through His church. And here's what I promise you as your pastor. If for whatever reason your life is not developing, growing, you don't seem to maybe sense God's presence or His favor or His provision or blessings in your life. In other words, if anything, the opposite happens, the wheels come off. I mean, your life is miserable in the next 90 days because of your tithing. You call our church and we'll give you 100% of your money back. You know why? Because here's what the scripture says. In fact, in Malachi, here's the result. Here's the payoff. Malachi 3 verse 10 says it this way. Bring your whole tithe into my storehouse. He said, test me in this, says the Lord, and see if I won't throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you won't even have room for it. Listen, God wants to bless your life. God wants to put his super on your natural but he can't do that until you're willing to give him, to return to him what belongs to him, but to do it with a heart of affection, to do it with a heart of worship, to do it with a heart of obedience. By simply saying, God, listen, I'm giving back to you from my heart, listen, my worship, 
and I'm giving you my first and I'm giving you my best. And I'm going to trust you with everything else. I'm telling you, as you embark upon this journey in your life, you start getting with God every day, daily, spending time with Him. You start giving the tithe every week. You return it back to the Lord through His church. I'm telling you, God's super is going to be upon your natural. God is going to start working in unbelievable ways. You will listen. You will have story after story, example after example of just situations where you'll say, it doesn't make sense, but only God could have done that. Only God could have provided in that way. So with that, here is exercise number three. You ready for this? Okay. Exercise number three is we got to get planted and we've got to engage in the local church. Come on, somebody. Listen, go ahead and give yourself a little pat on the back right now, because if you're watching this, that simply means you are engaging, you are connecting, you're online, you are watching, you are participating, you are receiving what God wants to say to you. And that's why The scripture teaches us in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, it says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. You want to know the reason why it's so important that we get rooted and planted and we engage in the local church? Let me tell you why. Because we need encouragement. Listen, we need the support from one another. And yeah, you can get that online, but you know what? It's also a beautiful thing when God's people come together physically. And I got some amazing news. I'm so I'm about to jump out of my jump out of my, my skin here. So listen to this. I'm excited to announce that God has opened the door and starting, you ready for this? On January the 24th, we're gonna start physically regathering again. Come on, somebody. We're gonna start regathering again at Lake Nona High School. And I'm so excited. Yeah, we're gonna continue to have church online. We'll be doing this till Jesus comes back. So you can still connect and engage with us at 8, 9.30, and 11.15. But starting on the 24th, you can actually physically come and experience church in person. We have live worship. I'll be speaking live. Our life kids from birth through fifth grade will all be, listen, fully operational. And we'll be abiding by the CDC guidelines. Listen, masks going to be re- are going to be required. Listen, hand sanitation, um, you know, stations will be all over the place. So we're going to have socially distanced seating in a, in a big auditorium so people can spread out. But we want to invite you to engage with us. And here's the thing that I think is so important. Listen, it needs, just needs to be a part of what we do and how we do it. In other words, it, does, it just needs to be a routine. It needs to be a habit that we establish to get rooted, planted, engaged in the local church. And how do we do that? By doing what you're doing, watching us online, coming physically together in person for our worship gatherings. But here's the key. Here's the secret sauce for you to grow in your life. And that is you need to connect in a small group. Listen, on the 31st of this month, we're going to be launching our life groups. We're going to have some mentoring opportunities for you to take advantage of. We're going to have some online classes and some Zoom groups. And we're going to have people who are going to be gathering in homes. And so whatever you're comfortable with, 
There are no more excuses. God is, listen, we've learned a lot through COVID-19 when everything was shut down. But listen, the doors may have been closed, but the church was open. Come on. The reason why is because we were able to stay connected. So through Zoom groups and through all these opportunities that are now available and accessible to us to stay connected. Acts 4 verse 542 says that the early church, the early believers, notice what they did. They met day after day in the temple courts and from house to house. In other words, listen, they not only got together physically in large gatherings, but they got together in people's homes so they could pray and encourage one another, enjoy the fellowship and the relationships, most importantly, so they could do life with one another. Because that's where people's lives are pastored, that's where needs are met, and that is where life change happens best. And I really believe the real key to this, when we are connected and planted, listen, when we're engaged in the local church, what does that mean? It simply means that now we're living our lives with greater intention because I'm spending time with God every day. I'm honoring the Lord by returning the first 10% back to Him. I'm activating that faith in my life. And now I'm connected with people. Listen to this. You ready for this? And now I am fully involved. In other words, I'm using what God has put in my heart when it comes to the passions, the gifts, the experience, the talents, the abilities that he's given to me. And guess what I'm doing? I'm using all that with a team of people that I'm serving with to make an even greater impact. Listen, don't do life alone. We're better and we're stronger and and listen, we're more effective Together. That's the reason why in 1 Peter 4.10, here's what Peter says. God is not, listen, God has given you, he's given each of you a gift from his variety of spiritual gifts. Therefore, use them well to serve one another. You've heard me say this before if you've ever been around Rethink Life for any period of time, and I'll say it again. If you are not serving, you are swerving. So whatever you do, don't swerve and miss what God wants to do through your life in 2021. And the best way to experience that is by joining a team. That's why I want to invite you to personally join us on the 17th because we're having something called a team night at Lake Nona High School. And we're going to have the opportunity. Hear a little vision. We're going to have fun. We're going to have some games, some food. But here's the key. You're going to have the opportunity to find a team that you can begin serving with. Because listen, we are better together. And collectively, we need everybody engaged. So as we relaunch on the 24th, listen, we have people in places so that we can truly meet the needs and make the greatest impact possible on those that God has called us to reach. Listen, we're better, we're stronger, and we're more effective together. We have a new saying here at Rethink Life, and that is, let's do great things together. And I want to invite you to join us for this 21-day challenge as we start getting spiritually fit. Watch what God does. Can you imagine looking back on December the 31st of this calendar year of 2021 and doing a year in review. And because you've spent time with God and because you started returning the tithe back to the Lord through His church and because you got connected in a group and because you started serving on a team, can you imagine over the next, listen to this, 50-something weeks of this calendar year, looking back over 2021 
and you being able to see the progress, being able to see the growth, seeing the maturity, seeing the transformation. And people will be able to witness what God has done and what God is doing and what God is going to continue to do in you and through you. Why? Because now you're flourishing. Now you're thriving. Now you've established some new habits. You got a new perspective, a new mindset. Now you're beginning to achieve goals. Now you're living your life on purpose and more effectively because God has been, he has been activated in and through your life. So come on somebody, we need to get spiritually fit. So listen, I dare you, I double dog dare you to take the 21 day challenge and let's start gathering tomorrow, okay? Join us for our time of prayer. We're gonna be coming to you at 12 noon Eastern time. You can join with us in prayer and let's, listen, let's believe God for great and amazing things together. Would you join me in prayer? You know, for some of you who maybe have never put your faith in Jesus, I'm going to give you that opportunity right here, right now, to make Him the Lord of your life. And you can pray something like this. Just say, Dear God, I confess to you that I'm a sinner. And I turn from my sin. And today, Jesus, I'm, I'm inviting you into my life to forgive me and to save me and to change me. Right now, I'm surrendering my life to you and making you, Jesus, the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Hey, if you prayed that prayer just then, we want to celebrate with you. Hey, I want you to click that I Decided button there on the screen. And I cannot wait to see you next week as we begin the journey of our 21-day challenge. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, it would mean a great deal to us if you would consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. You can click on the share button, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories. And be sure to tag us at Rethink Life Church. To learn more about our church, check out RethinkLife.com. Until next time, hey, we love you and believe the best is yet to come in your life.